Support for this podcast comes from Placement SEO. As an SGI member, you can receive a 100% fully optimized website that's hosted for free. Have a website you already like? Placement SEO can dramatically boost your presence on Google free for 90 days. SEO generates 90% more clicks than local service ads and PPC. Visit sgileads.com for more information. My goal is I have five trucks now. My goal is to have eight by the end of uh, 2020, and I don't see any reason why we can't. Welcome to the Successful Contractor Podcast, powered by Success Group International a show for residential contractors about residential contractors. We chronicle business journeys, share insights, and celebrate successes in this wonderful industry. I'm your host, Bob Houchin. I'm excited to bring you today's show. You'll be listening to a conversation I had with Matt Worley of Safe Electric in Columbus, Ohio. I actually met Matt his first day as an SGI member at Executive Perspective. And immediately, I noticed and was impressed with his passion for his business and his desire to improve. I left that meeting hoping he'd take the SGI program to heart and succeed. Well, like most people, as you'll hear, he got sidetracked a little bit. But by April of just last year, he finally committed himself to changing his business. He's implemented and improved so much in 12 months. In fact, with so much in place, his sales doubled. Matt is proof to new SGI members that when you commit yourself to change and put in the work, great things can happen. Let's take a listen. I hope you enjoy All right, Matt. Well, hey, thank you so very, very much for your time. Uh, very excited to chat with you. Um, for those who uh, have not had the pleasure of meeting you within the group, could you please uh, share your name, uh, your company name, and where you're located? Okay, yeah, sure. My name is Matt Worley, and um, I am with Safe Electric. The name of my company is Safe Electric, and we're here in Columbus, Ohio. That's great. That's great. Now, Matt, you have uh, how many employees today? So today, <laughs> it changes on a daily basis. So um, right now we have 10. Wow. Okay. Very good. Very good. We have eight people out in the field, and then I have myself. So if you include myself, there's 11 of us. Mm-hmm. And, and are you staggering your time back and forth from the field and, uh, and the office, I suppose? Well, I mean, I'm trying to stay in the office as much as possible because I've got I've got some pretty good guys. They really don't need me out <laughs> to be honest with you. <laughs> That's great. That's great. Now, uh, what you said, you know, we'll, and we'll get into the story in a minute. You know, 2019 was your first full year in implementing the program. What what did you end up doing in, in uh, revenue in 2019 with the electrical business? So in 2019, um, well, 2019, we didn't do a full year worth of all SGI. Mm-hmm. We really didn't start until almost April, okay. like after April, I would say. But we did um, 1.1 last year. That's great. And then compared, what was or, that? no, I'm sorry, 1.2. Sorry. What was that compared to the year prior? Um, I did about, I think the year prior was around. 600 that's 700 yeah yeah big jump very big jump that's great well and and we'll talk a bit in, in a little bit about um, you know why we're I'm talking to you and and obviously that's that's a that's a great growth number right there but uh, um, what I you know what I really want to talk about obviously in, in a little bit is is how you've reacted with the covid situation you're staying booked and all that great stuff and we'll get to that in a minute but 
first things first, I always enjoy learning people's personal stories and how they got into business and got into the trade. And let's start there. So how did you get in the electrical trade way back when? So I went to college and I didn't really like it. I didn't really like high school. I mean, I loved high school. I just didn't like the studying part of it. <laughs> and, I, and I didn't, and I went to college and I didn't really know what I wanted to do. I always liked working on my hand with my hands and stuff, but, um, I, I didn't know what I wanted to do. And just one day I had a, um, I was out to breakfast with my grandpa and my grandfather was a union electrical contractor for years, but he was retired at this time. And he said, well, why don't you try to get into the electrical union? And I didn't know anything about it. And then he told me about it. And so after that, I went down and applied and it took a long time back then. It took a long time to get in. Mm -hmm. Once you applied the process to get into the union and everything was a long process. So, um, I applied, got in, got accepted, and then like six months later, I started, and then um, and then I went through a four-year apprenticeship program with them, and after that, um, I topped out as a journeyman, and there wasn't much work in Columbus, so like I had to travel to Pittsburgh, and and then after that, I thought, you know, I don't I don't want to travel, I want to stay here, so sure. I studied and. Um, got my electrical license and just opened up my business. So I started in 94 mm-hmm. with my electrical business. Mm-hmm. And then um, how, how did business go over the next, you know, decade plus? Because I know you met up with us well, in 2017 and you also had your hands in a couple other things as well. Yeah. So I, I mean, I, I started out like, um, probably like everyone else, you know, just working, I was chucking a truck and working. And then I hired a few people and I didn't never, I never did have my processes or anything in place. And so, you know, I worked 60 to 80 hours a week, every week mm-hmm. trying to make ends meet really. Sure. Um, and I, I probably made better than if I was working 40 hours for somebody else, but, you know, working 80 by yourself is not like you're not supposed to just make that kind of money. <laughs> I mean, it's not worth it. So um, then I, I, uh, I started back then. I was actually I found a couple houses to flip um, after I'd done this for, oh, I don't know, eight years or so. Mm-hmm. Um about 2002, I started, I bought a couple houses and started flipping them with a friend of mine and I was running my electrical business on the side and I got rid of, I had, I had at one time I had 17 employees and that was the year I think I made $30,000. So (laughs) that was a great year. (laughs) But anyway, so then I, I ended up flipping a couple houses and then after that I bought a bunch of apartments and I was doing work sort of just on the side, electrical work for people. And my brother was working for me at the time I was out going out helping him and running my apartments. So that was kind of my gig. And then, and then, uh, I owned my apartments for about eight years and then, um, 2008 happened. Um, and so by 2012, those apartments were all pretty much gone. And, um, and then I got back into doing electrical work full time, 2012, I would say 2013. And then I hired a couple people and I was just out doing jobs, but I I could never make any money. And I remembered years ago that I had had a letter from some company saying, come down to Atlanta and we'll show you how to do work just for 
you don't have to work for contractors anymore. And I kept thinking, gosh, if I could ever find that guy that sent me that letter, I would sign up with them in a heartbeat. Right. And then I got your come to the profit day, and I'm like, this seems like the same company. This seems like the same stuff they were talking about. I want to go. Yeah. So unlike probably a lot of people, I knew I was joining profit day before with SGI at profit day before I went to profit day. So um, just because I knew I needed something different. Sure, sure. And then that's that's uh, where our, our paths were crossed. I, I don't go to EPs very often, but I, I went just to see how it had changed. And I, I remember seeing you at EP and going, man, that guy, is, he's into it. Um, and then you were very you know committed when talking about BHAGs. And, and so talk about your experience of that, that week. What was it like uh, for you as an attendant? Well, for me, I went through, so I went to Profit Day, and I felt like, okay, this is going to be a good thing. And then it was a couple months before I got to my EP. I missed the first one. It was down in Florida. I couldn't make it, but then um, I ended up going to the first EP that you guys had in uh, Dallas. And um, it's kind of hard to explain. It was surreal for me because, like, it was like everything I had hoped and then more. And I could just see, like, as long as you just do what they tell you to do, you're going to be successful at what you at this. <laughs> like, there was just no doubt in my mind. And I knew, like, it was it was life-altering for me. It really was. Mm-hmm. Because I, I knew that I wanted to do it, but then I believed in it right. that when I went there. But then, if I, like I was telling you earlier, if I could give anyone any advice go to EP and then do what they tell you to do right away. Don't come up with other excuses or whatever else is going on in your life. Forget it. Cause right. if you want to make your business work, you got to put it first. Sure. Sure. But I know you, you kind of learned, I don't say the hard way, but you had some things some commitments you wanted to get out of the way at that time. Um, namely, uh, you, you were still flipping some homes at the time, correct? Yeah. Well, when I found, um, when I had found uh, SGI, or SGI found me, I don't know how you want to say it, <laughs> but you guys found me. But um, when I found SGI, I had just, um, my sister was helping me, and we had just bought basically five houses. So I had to get those houses ready and put them on the market. In hindsight, I would have just sold all five houses and started working on my business. Right, right. Um, but I didn't know where I'd be right now. So. <laughs> sure. And then you said, uh, let's see, by, uh, you said April of 2019 is when you really started ramping things up, right? That's correct, okay. yeah. Okay. April of 2019, I had hired um, Jessica, and she's a full-time office manager for me, and um I brought her in here to work with me because I would just started working my business basically full time. Because mm-hmm. um, before that, I had never even spent a whole day in the office for years. Sure, I was always out doing my houses or go, working uh, on the jobs with the guys. Right. So then I decided I had to do it full time, and I and I hired Jessica, and she's like, "What do I do?" And I said, "I don't know, but there's all these videos online," and and. You're laughing about it, but this is exactly what happened. Right. She learned what what we were doing by watching videos online and reading stuff on the hub. That's awesome. She learned her whole job on the hub. That's funny. And she, 
it's funny, but she knows more about this stuff than I do. So, <laughs> so I, I have um, a vision and know where I want to go, and Jessica gets us there. That's great. No, that's great. That's uh, so you could tell. You know, she was an A player, someone you definitely want on your team. Uh, did she, I guess, take over first things first, the phones, so that wasn't something maybe you were doing? Yeah, that's what I hired her to do was the phones. But then I quickly realized that she was much more than just someone who was going to do my phones for me. Sure, for sure. But still, that was a big part of it. If, if for every call that comes in, you need to capture that opportunity, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, the phones were definitely the very first part. Like that, that changed everything. Answering the phones the right way and booking the calls. That's where it all started. Sure. From there, it, it, it went from there. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about some of the other uh, big changes you made once you got committed to, you know, to the electrical business. We we always talk about pricing being a big thing. I know um, off this interview you mentioned that maybe you need to increase your prices now, but but back then, in, in terms of getting your pricing set up and straightforward pricing, was that one of the first changes you made at that point? So, yeah, I tried to start implementing the book, I would say, in January, Mm -hmm. and I wasn't having much success with it, but I think that's because we weren't answering the phones right and booking the calls completely Mm -hmm. the right way at that point. Right. And um, so once, really everything started once we uh, started answering the phones. And as soon as um, we started answering the phones right, I realized that my book price, even though uh, when I first got to EP, I thought the book price was maybe too high. Mm-hmm. As soon as I started answering the phones correctly, I realized that, hey, I think we can go up in our book. And matter of fact, I definitely need to go up again. Right. Um, we've just, it's stupid to say, but I've been too busy to even <laughs> be able to implement a new book sure. to go up and make more money. Sure. But I, the money is there. Mm-hmm. And it, we should be in a higher book for sure. A hundred percent. We should be in a higher book. And that's on my list of things to get done in the next month. Sure. Sure. Hey, we hear that a lot actually, but, uh, how about a dispatch fee? Was that something that, that was new to you as well? I'm sure. Yeah. Well, we never did the dispatch fee and that's the pushback that we got on the phones. Um, real or imagined was, <laughs> um, what changed everything because you know if people are willing to pay the $69 they're probably going to be your customer right for sure um, obviously if you're going to charge more um, you need to look the part right so we talk about the value end of it uh, I guess were uniforms a new thing the shoe covers so yeah the uniforms all of that we didn't I never had any uniforms for my guys or anything so we got we got in uniforms at the beginning of 19 we got uniforms um and well so i went to i'd known that i wanted a brand right so when i went to the um to my first expo i had had some ideas on how i wanted my trucks to look Mm -hmm. and i met um uh, I listened to, I went to a little seminar with Jimmy, Jimmy Dale. And afterwards I, um, met with him and I said, Hey, can you take a look at this truck that I've got? And he looked at it and he said, it's an awesome idea. I like it, but why aren't you using a brighter color? Mm-hmm. And I said, I said, well, I'm trying to look, you know, I want my truck to look vintage and retro. Yep. And he said, yellow is a retro color. <laughs> he said, milestone's yellow. He said, if I'd have yellow, if, if milestone didn't have it, I'd have it. That's what he told me. <laughs> so 
Um, ever since then, uh, I changed my color to yellow and wrapped my first truck. And people, you know, even after I had my first truck, people told us, oh, we see your trucks everywhere. And like, they felt like I had multiple trucks, but now I have five. And honestly, my trucks get me just as much work as any ads I do. They're beautiful trucks. I've got your Facebook page up right now with your team in front. That's a great picture and a great, it's a great looking truck. So it, it, you know, it gives the impression that you're, which you are a professional company, but it definitely sells that part of it as well. Um, you know, part of it also with, uh, you know, learning, incorporating straightforward pricing and, and, and increasing the pricing and the value is, is learning how to, you know, talk the book with homeowners. So what did you do for, for training in those early days? Where Was it just working with Sonia or did you go to any, any training classes? What did you do? So, um, in 2018, I went to, um, I took me and two of the guys that were working for me at the time, and we went to Service Essentials in uh, Birmingham um, to uh, Carrie Atkins' place. Right. And I met Carrie at um, Expo, and he told me about that he had Service Essentials coming up. So I went to that, and we spent a couple days at Service Essentials. And then the day that Service Essentials ended, the next day, they had had a um a regional i don't know what you guys called it but it was a regional everyone everyone in the region basically went to carrie's open house it was like a regional open house i don't know right you had a name for it at the time i don't even know if you ever do them anymore or not but um it was it basically gave you a whole inside look at everything that Kerry was doing with his company. And he had every single leader in his organization from the people that were re- leading the electricians to the, all the office workers that were leading different parts of the office come in and give a talk and explain what they were doing with their particular job and how they were tracking their numbers and how they were tracking things. And it was eye-opening. It sort of gives you a little roadmap of where you want to be someday. Sure. Yeah, it's definitely, I mean, those things are hugely beneficial. Um, you talked about numbers there, so I'll, I'll go ahead and follow that up. Um, have you adopted, you know, a DMER or, you know, do you look at the KPIs or have you got that, that down? In the business? So we have those numbers. Um, I probably should be looking at them. I don't because I sort of know where we are sure. um, just from what anyone is selling that day. I know, you know, like I know what everyone's done on every single job. Right. As soon as they close out i find out what's going on on every job so i know that uh dmers are very important to our business but the way i'm running mine as small as it is i i know where i'm at exactly where we're at on every job you know it's not that hard to keep track of five trucks sure so you're keeping a close eye on that gross margin and and making sure you're you're making what you need to on each call yeah well exactly and to be honest with you um we, we actually are making more money than I thought we'd be making on most of my calls. That's great. Like, well, the service essentials has been has been really good yeah. for us. That's great. And and um, and the guys, we do a board, a daily board, so the guys can see where their numbers are. Mm-hmm. And there's a competition going on between the guys. Like they they see it and they want to be better than the other guys, you know. So yeah. what they, is the what is the incentive? What do you what, what kind of carrot do you have at the end of the stick to or is, or is it just the competition? No, I have lots. Of, well, there's competition, but I have lots of different things. Like um, 
we have a wheel with, uh, I think there's like 13 or 14 different items on it that yeah. you can win. Uh-huh. And there's, um, you know, there's cash up to $50. There, there's um, all kinds of gift cards on it. We had one um, deal where the where every time you got a, um, for one month in February, we called it the share the love contest from, um, from the end of, well, from the middle of February to for one month until Valentine's day, we ran a special where we told the guys, look, tell everyone you're in a contest and try to get some, um, reviews in here. So every time you got a review, a five-star review online, we put your name in a hat and, um, someone, was going to win and they ended up winning. Uh, I gave away a 55 inch big screen TV. Nice. And the guys loved that contest and it really got our reviews up and getting our reviews up really helped with, I don't know how it works exactly. I mean, it's been explained to me, but you get your reviews up and all of a sudden your phone starts ringing. Right. So. right. Yeah. I was, I was going to actually follow up. Uh, you mentioned that I looked at your website and, and, you know, when I Googled you, you had I think, 75 star reviews, which is, you know, is very impressive. Um, so has that been your, that's, has that been your biggest marketing source is, has been reviews and the, the, you know, the organic nature of them or, uh, what else are you doing to drive, drive calls? Because I mean, you were a, a very small business when you first got rolling with this and I know you're growing now, but you're still relatively small. So what else are you doing for marketing? So, well, Google Lead Services was pretty good for me to get a lot of calls to keep my phones ringing, which it's $15 every time you get a phone call with that. And um, something that I was doing is when you mark your calls with Google Lead Services, you have to mark all your calls. They want you to mark them whether or not they're booked. And the sooner you do that, the the higher up you stay on Google's platform. on their lead services program. So we mark the calls as soon as they come in pretty much. We mark them whether or not they were booked or not. And um, if it was a viable call, um, Google will not refund your money. So I've just been marking them as booked because Google includes that in your number. (laughs) I gotta pay for the call anyway, I mark it as booked. Right. And then Google makes it look like you have more booked calls in that area. Like I think if you look us up on Google Lead Services, it probably, and depending on what zip code you're in, we can have up to 210 booked calls in your area. Mm-hmm. Very good. Through Google. Right. That's so, and that looks huge for people that are looking, you know what I mean? And they're like, oh, 210 other people have already used them. So, right. No, that's good. That's a very good little tip there. I like that. Support for this podcast comes from Reem. Brothers Richard and Donald Rehm founded Rehm Manufacturing Company in Emeryville, California in 1925. The company has produced a number of cutting-edge products since 89 years of operation. Today, Rehm is North America's only manufacturer of HVAC, water heating, pool and spa heating, and commercial refrigeration solutions. For more information, go to Rehm.com. Welcome back to the show. Matt and I will discuss how he's working with his team to improve on offering additional products and services on every service call. He also talks about how COVID-19 actually caused his call count to spike. And Matt has some great outside-the-box marketing ideas he's put into place. We talk about that and a whole lot more. Let's jump back into the conversation. 
now that you have obviously other other team members, what is uh, you know, what's training look like uh, with your company today? Are you doing? I mean, I know things are a little different now with COVID, but were you doing huddles? Were you training once a week, or were you just talking? So we just talk to everyone. Yeah, we were just talking to everyone, uh-huh. and then we just did. Um, well, they had service essentials online, and I don't know how they did it for me, but they did. They changed the time to a time frame that worked. For for my company so that I had three guys in the office uh, last week oh, wow. and they did service essentials um, online. That's great. At my office. Mm-hmm. So they um, I felt very special about that. <laughs> uh, well, they liked it. They loved it. So, you know, it, it just took up from nine o'clock in the morning till 11. And then they did, you know, then they went out and ran either one or two calls, depending on how they did on their first call. Sure. And um, so far they, they had a very positive experience with it. They, they liked it. That's good. So. And, and are they doing, and are you guys doing inspections and, and options and kind of following those basics? Yes. And that's, I mean, that's the tough stuff right there. Like we just came up with a checklist because, um, I mean, it's a constant battle We you start talking about reviews and then all of a sudden you start getting reviews and then you move on and you start talking about surge protector and, and pretty soon you guys are, your guys are all selling surge protectors. And then, then you start talking about arc fault breakers and pretty soon your guys are selling those. And you look back and you're like, Hey, we forgot about reviews again. <laughs> so we're coming up with a checklist because we want to go, if, if our guys, can get this down mm-hmm. uh, they, they've proven over time that each of those individual items that we talk about gets gets done yes so we just need to get a checklist which we're working on we have it you know we got the checklist that you guys have but i want to personalize it with safe electrics little logo on it and stuff so that the guys will go through it every time because i really think i think that'll be a game changer that checklist idea no that's a great idea i'm glad you're, you're looking into that uh, i know something for electrical is it it's kind of hit or miss for some people some people love it and do well with it others uh, not as much, but club memberships, is that something you've had a, a chance to implement yet? Or Yeah, we just, we just started it this year. Okay. And, um, uh, that's another thing. When we started it, we first week that we started, I think we sold five or six of them that week. Right. <laughs> and then now we're not. Um, talking about it, and we've probably sold five or six more since yeah. <laughs> in, in the following like sure. month. So, sure. but so, we could probably be selling them. I'm I'm sure we could get a couple a day every day if we we got a hammer at home. But you know, the COVID is kind of and that's stupid excuse, but it's kind of got us in a bad situation where you can't have everyone doing in house stuff it's a lot harder to do that to do the huddles and go over everything so sure sure for sure i and and to be honest with you we have been so so busy with work yeah i our, COVID came along and my phones started ringing off the hook so much so that my pay-per-click is down to, um, I mean, you can't get rid of it, but it's down to like no money. That's fascinating. So people in your area look at it as an opportunity to get some things done. Well, I think what happened, yeah, I think both. I think it looked like an opportunity to get things done. And I think they were in, they've been in their houses and they're stressing out their systems. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I think that they're using electrical stuff that, and maybe, maybe they're noticing stuff that they didn't notice before too. Right. So we've been on tons and tons of calls that are perfect. My favorite calls of all, uh, where 
where, hey, I got an outlet not working or half the circuit's not working or whatever. Those are the best calls that we ever run across. Right, right. Um, how else did uh, did business change with COVID? Uh, I think, um, you know, I read a review a few years, you guys are wearing masks. Um, what, what else did that mean for you guys? How did you change COVID? It, I mean, it didn't really mean much for us, to be honest with you. We just, um, you know, I put the COVID, you know, because of SGI, you know, I'm, I'm not taking credit for any of the stuff, by the way, that I'm doing. <laughs> because all we're doing is listening to SGI or Sonia or my tag meeting or even some ideas that my profit platoon had come up with and just doing what they what they are doing you know like so so COVID really um didn't change anything for us except right before COVID hit we did um we had a home and garden show okay and we in Columbus and so I had so we went to the home and garden show and that seemed I, uh, surprisingly like my guys just came out and just they wanted to work it so they came out at nights and weekends and we it was a long it was a it was two weekends and a whole week in between mm-hmm. and um, we had a little spin the wheel thing that people could win little prizes and I think I probably bought about a thousand dollars worth of merchandise to give away mm-hmm. and um, we've got so many calls from people that had met us down there Interesting. and um, even people that met us down there have called in and said, Oh, I've seen your van since I met you down, since I saw you down there. Now I see your vans everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. So um, it's interesting. I heard it. Um, I think I heard it at, uh, at EP that you need like seven times before someone will notice they have to see your company for like seven times before they notice you or something. Right. Right. So and they're starting to notice. So what, what were you yeah. giving away? What were you giving away that was drawing people in? Well, I mean, we were giving away a whole home surge protection to somebody, which we ended up giving away. So, and if you signed on that, if you signed on, left your name, put your name in the hat for that, then we, um, we spun the wheel and you could win. We had these little cups that we got. We had some pens mm-hmm. um, and we had some flashlights. But the little cup was a little, it was in the shape of a light bulb that says safe electric on it. It's like, it's an interesting little cup. And then, uh, um, and then we had some flashlights with our name on it. I mean, they were only, you know, like $2 a cup or $2 a flashlight or something. Sure. So, so you got this list of names, but I bet you haven't even had a chance to outbound call on them yet. It seems like people- we have not. No, because, <laughs> because we got booked with, with lots of, lots of work after that. Um, so, and then, so we did that and we, we did, um, right about that time. I also did a radio ad because I do work with this company called, um, IMS barter and, um, basically it's a exchange thing where you do, you do work for people and they don't pay. Well, it's 50, 50, they pay you 50, 50% in, in money to your business. And the other 50% is bartered money that goes into a fund. And I have, because it's given us so much work, especially when we didn't have a lot going on. Mm-hmm. Lots of people are calling us through that. Mm-hmm. So it gave us a lot of extra work. So I have a, 
I have a lot of money in that fund right now. So we were looking at what we could do with it. So we buy gift certificates to restaurants and stuff, and we put those up on the wheel for the guys when they do that. And also I bought some radio ads. And those radio ads, a lot of people, a lot of my friends were calling me, and a lot of old clients called me and said, hey, I heard you on the radio, and that's great. I'm glad you guys are doing so great. And, hey, and uh, while I heard you, I was thinking about needing some more work done. So, So... I don't know how the radio ads did. They're hard to tell, but I know the people who already knew me that heard it, like, were, it seemed to be positive for them. So the radio ads, the home garden show, and then something else that um, helped us, uh, one of the neighborhoods that we do, that I do work in, the neighborhood that I grew up in, my probably the biggest neighborhood I do the most amount of work in, just because I've been around there for my whole life, mm-hmm. is a little area called Clintonville. Okay. And it's in the city of Columbus proper, and um, just on the north side. Anyway, we did, uh, because no one could get out to see the Easter Bunny, we brought the Easter Bunny to them, and we did what we called the Easter Bunny Parade. And I put a van in front, which is like a moving billboard, sure. and then I put... Then I put the Easter Bunny in the back of uh, my pickup truck and then a van behind, and we went through the whole neighborhood. We let them know on Facebook and everything on their little Facebook community that we were coming, and people were waiting for us and waving and like because no one could get out. All the kids couldn't get out. Right. And uh, we must have gotten at least a hundred calls from that, <laughs> from God. people saying, from people saying, "Oh, thank you so much," and uh, uh, I need some work done. And and while I was driving around that day, everyone was saying, "You guys are the best. We can't, I can't believe you're doing this for our community." And yeah, we're calling you when we need an electrician. And yeah, yeah, we got lots. I mean, if you look it up, we posted like a video and and um i told everyone to post videos on our facebook page and stuff and so people did they posted pictures and videos and and um and i even made it into a little contest and i gave one guy except he's not ready for it yet because he's gonna have us come out and change out his panel and stuff um uh in the summertime because he's getting he's getting a garage built right now okay but when he's done with getting his garage built he's going to have us change out his panel and put in a uh, surge protector so he won the whole house surge for having a nice little video very nice what a good idea that's a great idea well who had to bite the bullet and wear the suit uh, so my girlfriend, um, <laughs> Heidi, got to uh, wear the suit, and she's perfect for that. Uh-huh. She's uh, she's uh, very much an outgoing person, and I just I don't even know how she did it. But we we literally drove. It took us five hours to drive through the whole neighborhood, and we even missed a few streets. And she waved the whole day long. <laughs> she waved. I don't know how she did it. Both yeah. hands. She looked so excited, like in the thing. She was like when the kids were around. Yeah. It was. Yeah. It was a great day. That's great. That's fantastic. Have you noticed more people are asking to finance just due to economic concerns, or have you not noticed? I haven't had. No. Yeah. It's been. It hasn't really been that bad. Okay. And uh, and one of my um, my top sales guy Tom he he recently has sold um, two whole house rewires so that's been keeping us busy for the last two weeks solid that's great um, yeah well you know you've, you've added a lot of guys quickly I feel like where are you finding uh, where are you finding electricians are they, are they so, all seasoned or are you have any apprentices with you too or what are you doing no well that's so um, I 
I found some people through um, Indeed, actually. Okay. And um, and then I just lucked out. I had uh, my my top sales guy calling my unicorn Tom. He <laughs> he just showed up one day at my office. Okay. And Jessica was here, and I had and I had to leave in the morning. Um, to go uh, run down somewhere for an hour. And while I was gone, he was here. She called me and she said, listen, your guy just showed up here. And I'm like, what guy? And she said, uh, the guy that we're going to hire. And I'm like, <laughs> he showed up there. And she said, yeah, and you need to call him. So I, I, I didn't hesitate. Like I knew if Jessica thought he was good, he was probably good. Yeah. And um, I hired him right away. And he had been doing this and just moved to Columbus. Oh. And he'd been doing this in Virginia for um, another company that works um, they're not an SGI company, but they do similar stuff. Mm-hmm. And he actually worked for two different ones in Virginia. Um, uh, just because he had moved, he went to a different location to a different company. But he had worked for two different companies, sure. doing selling almost exactly the way we do it. So um, he, once we got him on board last summer, he's he's just taken off with it. And he's right. like it's it's hard to hold him back. Sure. And, and, and he, he motivates everybody else and he helps everybody else. And he actually, my son, Zach worked for him. Okay. Um, and Zach and him worked together for probably three months. And then he said, Hey, Zach's ready to move on and run his own van. So now Zach is, uh, my number two in sales. And I attribute that directly because, well, for one, he's young. He doesn't know any better. He doesn't have all that stupid junk in his head that right. older people have. Right. And two, um, I attribute it because he learned from Tom. Yeah, that's great. So, are you are you having new people ride with Tom all the time? Then, when when you bring yeah. new, mm-hmm. yes, that's what I've been doing. Everyone new is riding with Tom. Mm-hmm. How long will you ask them to, to ride with him? Is it a couple weeks, or whenever he says, "Yeah, I think they're ready." Well, um, I guess it's going to be. It depends. Well, some of, one of my new hires that I just got um, already has years of experience being an electrician, and another one doesn't really have any experience, and they're both the same age. So, um, the the one without any experience on electricity is going to be longer, of course. Sure. So it just depends on you know when when they're ready, I guess. They, they got a lot to learn. So. Yeah. <laughs> the, the one without any experience will probably end up, you know, like right now he's working on rewires and stuff. So he'll probably, he, I got to get him some electrical experience first. For sure. For sure. But that's good. I'm glad you're taking, you're just looking for attitude at this point when you hire people, it looks like. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Exactly. Um, and if, well, I had two guys that seemed like I would hire in my heartbeat and they walked in the door um, Friday, I had interviews on Friday. I would have hired either one of them, except both of them had a felony, oh. and I couldn't do it. Nope. They both seem I can't hire a guy with a felony. I can't. They can't pass a background check. So sure, no. I mean, you got standards that that you have. People have to meet. I totally understand. Yeah, and I was, I was, you know. Very disappointed when I found that out. So now we've added that to the list before they come in for an in-face interview. I just, sure, I don't know. Yeah, no, you got to learn. I mean, you learn as you go, right? For sure. Um, just kind of wrapping things up. Um, you know, what do you think? I mean, Matt, it's, you've been busy. You've got lots of stuff going on. Uh, what do you think in six months? Uh, it sounds like you're staying busy now. I'm sure you're just hoping to stay busy. Uh, are, are you planning? Uh, it sounds like you're still interviewing guys to get ready to maybe add another truck or two if, if the calls keep coming. Yeah, in. My, my goal is I have five trucks now. My goal is to have eight by the end of uh, 2020. So Yeah. 
That's fantastic. and I don't see any reason why we can't. Like I said, I have my I have my um, pay-per-click completely turned down to zero. So not to zero, but down to a dollar or whatever. So I can keep, so they can keep watching my numbers and seeing how they're reacting. But, but I'm, you know, and I, I would, if I, if I need to, I'll turn it up, you know? Right. And if I find the right guys, I'm going to hire them and I'm going to turn up pay-per-click and I'm going to make it work. Yeah, that's great. And actually, uh, aren't you, didn't you sign up with placement SEO? recently i did okay. i did i signed up with placement seo and they're working on um getting some stuff done and uh i think i think that's going to be a game changer for for my website yeah that's because he showed me where i'm not you know i'm my my best case scenario i was on page two mm-hmm. on one of my on one area and everything else i wasn't even showing up you know i'm right. on page three four whatever right yeah, that could that could make a big difference. I'll be excited to hear about that. So that's very cool. Well, um, I guess you know you you sprinkled some advice to other members and contractors listening um, throughout this. But do you have you know in terms of mentioning, hey, just get started with the system and work it hard. But um, you know, what advice do you have? Any other advice you'd like to share with anybody else that you think would benefit them? I mean, I I really just think that you have to go through the hub and and pay attention to what SGI says that you should be doing mm-hmm. and just start implementing. I mean, just start implementing. Mm-hmm. If you're not implementing, if you don't have something going on every week that you're trying to implement, then you're not moving forward. Right. And, and this is, a, this is my fault. I should have asked you earlier. Um, you are in a profit platoon and, and it, is it also a tag group? Are you guys together? No, the tag group is different okay. um, than the profit platoon. I have a profit platoon with um, uh, with Amson Volts Electric in Valparaiso, Indiana, with um, Kurt and Brenda, yeah, and and um, Bill Strap with Strap Electric up in Cleveland. So right now we just have a three member profit platoon. Yeah, we're hoping to get some more people in. Sure, to it. Yeah, but- and then the tag group was it was pretty good for me. Mm-hmm. Um, listening to some of the stuff that some of the people have to say in there, they, they had some good ideas about um, implementing things and what they've been doing. Right. Yeah, I, I guess that was, the, I was just trying to make a point. It, it just, uh, you've definitely taken advantage of, of uh, having other, you know, like-minded contractors. You've, you've, you know, taken the effort to network and, and, you know, try and figure out what other people do. Cause that's a big part of it, right? Oh, I think that's a huge part of it. And my next step um, that I've been thinking is I think every other month I'm actually going to go and try to do go somewhere, travel somewhere and see another SGI member's place. That That's my goal for the rest of this year is probably go to three or four places and um, hopefully the SGI members will be welcoming to me. I would assume they will be. <laughs> I'm sure they will. We, we have uh, great success with that. I mean, that's the neat part of the organization is everyone's very open and, and willing to help. So, but I'll be, I'll be interested to hear where you go and how it goes. So, but, uh, but Matt, I, I mean, I can't thank you enough. I really appreciate all your time. Uh, this was really enjoyable for me and, um, you know, Again, thank you for all your insight, and, and whatever SGI can do for you, you, please let us know. Thank you very much, sir. Have a great rest of your day. All right, you too. Thank you. Thanks a lot. Thanks for listening to the show. If you feel like you have a great story we're sharing that would also help other contractors, email me at bhouchen at yoursgi.com. 
Also, if you enjoyed today's episode, please give us a rating. Remember, friends give fives. You've been listening to the Successful Contractor Podcast, powered by Success Group International. That's Matt Worley of Safe Electric. Support for this podcast comes from PulseM. PulseM is the number one review generation platform built for home services. The majority of SGI members use PulseM for Google reviews, customer communication through text messaging, and much more. For more information, please visit www.pulsem.me. The Successful Contractor Podcast is a part of the Success Group International family. SGI is the largest member-owned best practices organization for independent residential services contractors. SGI provides its members a competitive edge through proven proprietary management tools and expertise, marketing programs, training, and group buying power, along with a highly active and eager-to-help membership. For more information about Success Group International, visit www.yoursgi.com. The Successful Contractor Podcast is copyrighted 2020 by Aquila Investment Group, LLC. (laughs) 